This is Junjzilla. What you're about to hear might offend some viewers or listeners, whoever the fuck you are. All you need to know is that viewers and listeners be advised. All right, darling. All right. All right. Hi. <laughs> and welcome to All Right, Darling. <laughs> who are you? You know who I am. I know who you are. But who am I? My, I, I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> who is this? <laughs> oh, it's Dan. Sorry, I didn't, didn't recognise you. Sorry, I didn't have your number uh, saved. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I just, don't, I just don't really like you. I just, I just didn't save your number. Well, my name's Greg. I am a photographer, and I love a roll in the hay. <laughs> but <laughs> unfortunately, I have hay fever, so oh. that's that off, off, off the table. <laughs> Maybe you just like a roll in the hay. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> my name's Dan, and I'm streaming live from Television Centre. Where's that? In London. 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 Because this is London. live and kicking. <laughs> Anyway, I just love that show. Oh, so much. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm yeah, not too bad. As um, enjoying our our walks that we've been doing now, we're allowed out and about a little bit more. Yes. So yeah. the government guidelines uh, said that one person from a house can mix with one other person from a house. So yeah, the so four of us have have got a rotation going. Yeah. Uh, where we the where house we, of Balenciaga versus the house of Mizrahi. Yes. Yes. One, but one at a time huh? uh, and that's been quite nice isn't it it's been definitely nice to just see a different face yeah. uh, it was lovely we we um we gothed it up and went and sat in a graveyard we did for, yeah that was fun actually and yeah, then those two a... bears showed up uh, yeah they did i think they cruised us yeah if things weren't locked down yeah. i think they would have you know come over he said something about snatching his wig yeah or my wig or yeah something and uh, I yeah just went, <laughs> if, if we <laughs> weren't in a lockdown <laughs> We would have had a, a weird four-way in that uh, cemetery. <laughs> oh, on top of the tombstone. <laughs> so, but, you know, <laughs> lockdown rules apply, so. Yeah, so better not. And I yeah. have hay fever, so I can't, sorry. Can't roll around in the grass. No. no. How have you been, though? Like, obviously, well, I know how you've been, but how have you been? Um, Fine. So it's week nine. Um, <laughs> week nine? I'm fine. Week <laughs> nine. <laughs> I'm fine. You just—I feel fairly adjusted to this way of life. I'm not saying I like it, but no, it doesn't feel. I don't think weird anymore. But also, yeah, it's been nice to see you and Rob, and yeah, I think even as as well as we get on with our or your partner, I think you know when you've only seen that one person for so long you want to slit their throat you just fucking hate their guts and it's uh <laughs> i'll tell you what, what i wish i could see that's not and true that i my... don't hate your guts no i tell you what i wish i could see and that was my toes i've put on so much <laughs> fucking weight <laughs> i mean i know i absolutely have i know kobe has it's just inevitable i think even if you're like exercising every day or blah 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 you're still not like going to work and walking around mm. work and you know, I think that makes such a difference. And I just and I just think you've got to not worry about it right now. I think it'd be weird if you didn't. So just exactly. embrace it. And everyone, you know, loves a little bit more to smack around. 
No, no. Look, no. okay, domestic violence is on the up, Dan, but no, don't not, promote yeah, it. No, I don't mean... Con- I mean consensual smacking around. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Smack these chubby cheeks. Smack these chubby cheeks. <laughs> Something I was thinking about... Um, earlier quarantine fashions oh yeah so how has your <laughs> how has your dressing habits changed in the last nine weeks um pretty much the same i still look like shit <laughs> <laughs> you still dress like a homeless hot garbage <laughs> ex-opera singer so I, i've been wearing my my joggers more the okay. annoying thing is within like the first two weeks of lockdown rob went to pull pull me towards him using one of my back pockets and it ripped so i've now just got like a hole <laughs> on on one of my cheeks so you can see right through to my butt oh cool yeah but i've kept it because you know <laughs> gay because you're <laughs> because you know lip wrist action <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh he's is he you know uh <laughs> yeah. yeah so you've been opting for more of a loungewear aesthetic yeah yeah, yeah. What, what about you because i can see you in your little neckerchief well, I thought I'd make an effort for this FaceTime while we while we spoke. I would say yeah. if I've gone outside, I would probably I've made more effort. Yeah, actually, when I saw you at um, Sainsbury's the other day, you looked very nice. Yeah, yeah, you had your face covered. It was great. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> it was better. An improvement. It was much. But yeah. Um, yeah. I would say underwear is quite often a abstract concept. It was for I'm me like, anyway. What's the, yeah, you're not. You, you never wear pants. I always no. wear pants. And I've just sometimes, some days I'm like, what's the point? So quarantine <laughs> fashions, relaxed. But then it yeah. does feel more special when you put something half decent on to go out. No, I'm not going to dress up, son. Shut up. No, I love it. I, I feel like I I've been t- getting through more clothes as well because I feel like I get changed like three times a day. Because <laughs> I'm like, get up, put my comfy clothes on, have a shower, put regular clothes on. In the evening, put something else on. Like, <laughs> I tell you what, um, it's, it's, this isn't clothes, but just something I've been doing more of. I sound like a fucking dirty cunt now. Yeah, but um, I've been bathing regularly. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, I wash everything. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> do you wash but, your bottom properly? Of course I do. Yeah. Throw a couple of fingers up there. Why not? <laughs> Switch it round. Yeah, yeah. Get some conditioner. <laughs> but no, Do no. You but sleep like in the bath. No, because I know I'd slip under <laughs> and drown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And drown. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to do that. I don't no. think I could because I'm usually just wedged into it. So <laughs> I cut. There's no. I can't move. <laughs> then uh, you're safe to fall asleep. Darling. <laughs> <laughs> What was that thing you sent me yesterday? And it was like Psytrance. Infected mushroom. Oh my God. Infected mushroom. Do you know infected mushroom? It's the sort of thing I imagine people in Cornwall, white people in Cornwall with dreads like. 100%. That's everyone. Yeah. 100%. When I was younger, I went to a few raves in the woods. Did you? was... I did, yes. That's what would be playing. I've never done that. I never went down that path. And I'm a, I'm a lover of dance music and mm. and everything. 
But I just de- I definitely went down the club route rather than the rave route. Well, to be honest, the, the rave route, especially where I was in Kent, yeah. and the kind of people I was hanging around with from my school, the quite holistic sort of approach things, quite white people quite with hippie. dreads, yes, yeah. And um, I I didn't have that, and I wasn't even part of that scene. But like, yeah, there was nothing else to do. And right, it was quite fun. Yeah, it was the first place I tried mushrooms and stuff. So oh wow, yeah, listening to infected mushroom whilst sipping on my chai tea with mushrooms in oh wow yeah yeah no never did that never none of that ever interested me really because i wasn't have you ever taken mushrooms not my bag at all just doesn't interest me hallucinogenics just do absolutely flaccid for them <clears throat> no boner whatsoever i just i just i wouldn't like the feeling of being not in control so that, that well that's why i barely drink that's why i don't do anything anymore because well yeah. no i mean everything else it's you know it's fine give me you know crystal i'm there (laughs) tina can you hear me (laughs) i don't get the joke oh it's okay but uh i wanted to be in clubs i wanted to be surrounded by like glamorous weird freaky club kids and drag queens and and dancing i I didn't want to be around a load of ketty students with with white dreadlocks there's so much of that in brighton as well is boomtown a bit that it was but it's become bougie. It's become bougie now, Boomtown. It's all, it's, it's quite young. And so I think it's kind of, no, it has. I think it's kind of taken over from what like Reading and Leeds used to be, which was like young, cool mm. people. But now Reading and Leeds is a bit gimpy, yeah. isn't it really? Well, there's there's none this year whatsoever. To, there's not. Are you a festival us. person? No. No. <laughs> no. I'll go if like there's a couple of acts that I want to see. Like one time I went with my friend Ali and then um, we only went to see the Scissor Sisters. Ah. Yeah. T- turned up there was the Zootons playing before them. So we ah. watched them, um, watched the Scissor Sisters and then we fucked off. And this is the key. I think one day festivals are like the best thing. You, I'm doing the, the one handed clap as I say it. Honey, this let is, me tell you. Honey. <laughs> Oh, one day festival, one day festival, um, one day work. Let me tell you, one <laughs> day festival, you. one day, <gasps> one day. <laughs> what are we doing? So things like Love Box, I've been to, it's amazing. Uh, obviously Mighty Hoopla, which is mm. wonderful. So much fun. I'm not big into like camping and being <laughs> She out. may be camp, but she doesn't like camping. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of ruined for, by for me uh, as a child. It was ruined by me as a child, I'm sure as well. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you ruined every. Oh, I just ruined everything. Because <laughs> b- between the ages of like eight and sixteen, we went camping two or three times a year, every year. Oh, and we man. were like the avid camping family. We were decked out, <laughs> and obviously, as I got older, I didn't want to do it. I wanted to spend the summer holidays with my friends not yeah in the new forest with my fucking family Ooh. which looking back it was very nice but yeah. it has i meant i hate camping now and i don't ever want to do it again I, it's been enough time now for me to be kind of jaded in my 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 memories of it and being kind of like okay i didn't like it as at the time but i'm sure i'd love it now i'm getting to that point in my life i'm like i want to stay in five star hotels uh, or just inside yeah just inside. i don't i don't want to be a in shower. a I don't want to be in a tent. Maybe I'll have a renaissance when I hit my 50s or something and I'll want to start... We'll be those gays that get a camper van and... I was going to say get a camper van. That would be awesome. All right, darling. I found a link to something the other day and it was 
a website for just writing, but like gay erotic writing. Oh, okay. Like stories. And fuck me, some of them are so hot. Really? Cool. <laughs> More arousing than watching a video. Really? You're kind of picturing yourself there rather okay. than just like watching it. I feel like one of those mums who have like a, is it Mills and Boone? Yeah, like you're there with your dirty book. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking sexy. Cool. Tell Send me the link. Kids, reading is sexy. It, well, I mean, it's it's got to work, hasn't it? I'll, yeah, I'll send you a link. It's like a whole library of stuff. There's some pretty freaky stuff on there as well, though, which I was a bit like... Ooh, like oh, alien but- butthole babies? No, more like kind of incest stuff oh oh yeah i mean there's loads of that isn't there yeah some of the ones where it's kind of like oh you know my my distant cousin i'm kind of like oh yeah i can get into that but um, when yeah. it's just kind of like dads and yeah sons right right and uncles it, yeah and, right right well the it could be like out. my dad's friend uh, yeah my step uncle right yeah all right yeah, yeah, yeah sure all right okay yeah. fine but when it's yeah. direct yeah no yeah absolutely yeah. not no absolutely um have not. you been watching anything good on the television dead set oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, the Big Brother fuck. one. Yeah, and when Davina um, turns into a zombie, and oh yeah, I wish Iconic. I wish that was kind of made now. Um, oh, just a lockdown zombie thing that would be awesome. Yeah, what? No, Channel no. Four <laughs> are doing a Big Brother thing because it's like twenty years since the first episode mm. or something. Since they since Channel Four showed it, oh. which I would quite like to watch because yeah, I'd love to watch. When I was a kid, I fucking loved it i wanted to be on it did you, you audition you, for it no i didn't no. um i think i think rob might have i think i can't remember yeah but uh, you I, <clears throat> I bet you can guess who my favorite person was on Big uh, brother so this Big is one of those things where i think and then i say it and you're like no <laughs> no go on say it is it Nadia? Yeah. and do you know what i've actually met her oh you bitch I'd and do you know what her. she's a hairdresser is she? Oh, Marco was there as well. Oh, was that the bald little thing? Yeah, but he's... Do you know what? Full head of hair. He 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 voluntarily wet shaved his head. Oh. Do you know what? His exit from Big Brother was the best one ever because it was raining and he ran down the long platform, slipped. slipped over, took out his mum. <gasps> um, they both just ate shit. Oh, it's the funniest thing. Just slid, Please. tackled his mum. Please find the clip of that. I need to see it. And I'll see if we can find the video to put on the Instagram. I'll see if I can find it. I tell you what, I would really like another Big Brother. But like, not not like one of these Love Island ones that they were putting out on Channel 5. You know, yeah, they just that, put full of like 21-year-old muscle meatheads in. Yeah, Or, yeah, I think they should just turn Untucked into a Big Brother. Do you know what I was thinking the other day? That? <laughs> well, kind of. So we've been watching Skin Wars because we're trash people. And the thing with that, which is quite interesting, is they all stay in a house together. A bit like America's yeah. Next Top Model. Like, they used to all live in a house, didn't they? Exactly. Why they don't they do that on Drag Race? Yeah, because what are you doing? No, just put them in a big house. You've got the budget now. Put them in yeah. a big house. Do you think they keep them untucked. separate to, like, make them more competitive? If Possibly, but, like, just try it. I think... Do you know what I mean... I, I love Drag Race, everyone knows this, but, like, inject something new into it. I don't want celebrities. Yeah. Uh, you know, as RuPaul says, you don't need to yeah. reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Just put a hubcap on it. Yeah. You know, just make it make it nice and pretty. Yeah. Uh, like, try making it Big Brother. Go on, please. That would be good. Imagine if, yeah, instead of Untucked, you had them at the house and, like... Yeah. Interesting. But then again, I feel like that was more, much more of a, like, 
early 2000s reality television concept was to put everyone in a house yeah. and film it whereas i don't know maybe people are over it no no because then the drag queens can like feed the chickens and shit you know <laughs> <laughs> they can have tasks and they can all like chat yeah. shit in their hot tub yeah but then i think love island is this generation's big brother yeah yeah it's the thing have, that all the kids watch they're episode. all i've never watched love island because no. the people they put in there look really boring but yeah um i'm sure i'm sure it's brilliant i'm sure it's so addictive i'm sure but it's really entertaining it, but, but just ugh. Yeah. we're kind of in that place with reality television though where you know you can only get on reality tv if you look a certain way which is you or know, if you like act these a certain way and yeah <clears throat> yeah like these people on love island you know they all look the same I, I mean i don't understand yeah yeah i couldn't i couldn't tell you one single person that's been on love island i think i'm just at that age where like i'm old well this is the thing it's not made for us anymore it's not no. it's not um we're not their target audience anymore it's this is what i feel like there's so much music that i just don't know like i yeah. can't even remember what i was watching the other day but it was just a list of names and i was like nope 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 nope, nope. no no <laughs> I was like, okay and like i even feel this with like lady gaga's new song yeah yeah it's a, not a bad song it's not a bad it's, song yeah but I think it's just weak. I think yeah. it's unoffensive. It just feels like she's clawing at staying relevant. Yeah. You know, putting her next to Ariana Grande, just looking at the video, it looks like she's trying to be her and it looks awkward, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, don't come for me. <laughs> but yeah. Greg, yeah. you're going to be cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing the album. I don't like country Lady Gaga. I like dancey banger Lady Gaga. Yeah. I thought Stupid Love was really good. Uh, yes, I liked it I a lot. Agree with me. This new song is, it's just, I feel like it, it was a good song at some point And then it's just been so overproduced that it's just become this kind of really mediocre. Uh, it's really short, which is really strange. I did see a response to this though, that someone was like, oh, it's really short. And she tweeted back saying, play it twice. <laughs> i mean she's not wrong she's not wrong i don't know the video's cute actually i gotta say i like a dance video i like costumes and dancers and high concept and it's a cute video but the song is a bit blah but i'm looking forward to hearing the album on the list me too and i like i absolutely love lady gaga and you know it can't it can't, it can't appeal to everyone Ooh, girl. you've got gmail and the g stands for Gay. No, Greg. Gangrene. Gangrenous. <laughs> Garden. Um, Gargoyle. Absolutely love that we're getting more and more followers on Instagram, but we want to hear from you, not on Instagram, but through Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review, and we will read out the comments that you've put your ping on there. You don't need to, you don't need to write a review, even. It doesn't have to be about the show. Write a review on Lady Gaga's new song put a recipe on there you know i like to eat just <laughs> just make it five stars and i'll read it out if it's four stars bitch don't even it better be five stars because <laughs> we've got one four star review we've got we've got one four star review <laughs> and, God, and we're not happy about it i'm not reading out your comment <laughs> so, so if it's f- four stars is nice 
chunky rating, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we want that gold five stars. Okay? Yeah, I want to read out what you've got to say, and like I said, it doesn't have to even be about the episode or about the show. You can yeah. write whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, make it entertaining though. You know, five stars, it gets read. Four stars, you get read. Oh, bitch! Oh, bitch! Yeah, why are you coming for him, bitch? I think it's good. We want to hear from everyone. We also mm. want to increase our reach. We want to reach more people. Yeah. We want to hear from more people by getting more reviews and more five star ratings on things like Apple Podcasts. It pushes us further into the into the atmosphere. So we want to. We, yeah, know, we just want to. We just want to spread the love. When you say increase reach, do you mean like go go gadget arm? I mean like a reach around, <gasps> like a rusty trombone. <laughs> <laughs> That's your drag name. Yeah, rusty trombone, guys. So yeah, leave a five star review and write something, and I will <laughs> give you a little reach around. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, there's an offer. That I will refuse. Um, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Well, shall, shall we? Shall we wrap this up? Because we've got a lovely guest coming up. Yes, we? I need to do dance one to watch. So, who is it? An who is artist it? who lives in Brighton. Okay. They blur the lines between drag and burlesque and uh, just hot sexiness. They're amazing. And they are called Dixie Dread. Oh, Dixie Dread. Do you know Dixie Dread? Yes. Love them. Absolutely love them. They are on Instagram as Dixie Dread. That's D-I-X-I-E-D-R-E-A-D. And they're just, I mean, they're firstly, they're just beautiful in and out of drag, but they do this just incredible clown aesthetic. Uh, and I saw their performance of Polygamous and it was breathtaking and they are amazing. So they are dance one to watch. I'll also add pictures onto the Instagram like I do uh, with all of them, some of their most favourite looks that they do because they are an incredible performer. And if you can catch them out when this is all over, then please do. Dixie Dread. Coming up after the break, we've got our special guest. She's tall. She's a seven foot tall, actually. Oh, no, this, this accent's not quite right. Um, she's from <laughs> Sydney and she's ginger and she likes chinchillas. So it's ginzilla. <laughs> That's not right. Oh, when did you realise you lost control with that sentence, Greg? Oh, ages ago. (laughs) But I just thought, you know, I've just got to keep going. You committed to it, and I don't blame you for carrying it on. All right, darling. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, To the All Right, Darling podcast. We are joined by the beautiful, the incredible... Jinzilla. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful <laughs> intro. Thank How you, are you so doing? much. Beautiful. Oh, is that what I am? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm great, babe. To paint a picture, I'm in my beautiful bed, looking outside a window with like beautiful sunshine beaming on through. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. Have you left the bed? Oh, yes. The... Oh, many times. Okay, okay. Many times. <laughs> I just, since since <laughs> lockdown, at least three times. At least three times. I, I, 
I get a snack, I come back. I get a snack, I come back. <laughs> yes, That's it. Sounds it. about right. <laughs> and it rhymes as well. Um, how has the, the lockdown been treating you generally? Oh, do you know what? I've been ups and downs, rounds and rounds. I've gone yeah. through like the first stages of the first two weeks was total denial. And so yeah. I was having parties at my house, not with other people, but I was having parties yeah. with my housemates like every single night, dancing until 3 a.m. in the morning. We had constant noise complaints from our neighbors and then like after two weeks we're like oh shit this is real so we got like i got a little bit depressed a little bit like woe is me and then now i think i just came out of the stage of the fuck you stage of just like i'm angry i'm just like fuck this (laughs) fuck everything fuck you fuck the world fuck boris And now you're at sort of acceptance. You're just and, sort of, oh yes, right now speaking to you, I'm at one. I'm at peace. I'm just like I, I'm getting a very yeah, very zen. zen vibe. Is it? I, I think it's the Japanese collagen. <laughs> Japanese, Japanese, very that. It's very Zen Buddhist right yeah. now. Yes, hello. Yeah, <laughs> and Amazing. the all white and the all white. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you've just walked out of um, what's that shop? Muji, Muji, Muji. I don't know Muji. No, me neither. No. Oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a fab shop, and you can get Uh-oh. some lovely Japanese goods. <laughs> Oh, funny story. Do you want a funny story? Yeah, yes. Yes. I just got back from Australia like three weeks before Corona, Arnie Corona visited us. And I literally, before I came back to London, I had like this big spiritual awakening and I was very much just like, I identify as queer now. Oh, for the first time in my life. Wow. Anyway, so I went into my cupboard and I literally emptied my entire cupboard of like really hideous homeless man clothes. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to like get new clothes. And I'm going to find clothes that kind of like come into my aesthetic. Yeah. Anyway, one day I had a gentleman call her over and... And um, he was asking me, oh, what's your style? And then my housemates <laughs> ever heard me. I was like, it's Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> because I only had bought two pieces of garments before, before fucking lockdown happened. So I literally have two pieces of clothing in my thing. One is a kimono and another is a, like a Japanese pant. Amazing. That's like a, like a, like a high-waisted skoit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sounds gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Yeah. So you're just, I feel, I could just imagine you just like floating around your house in this Mikado. Yes. <laughs> fantasy. Just... Three little maids from school are we? <laughs> that's, that's who I am. <laughs> sounds beautiful. So, do you, how many people do you live with? I live with two beautiful creatures. Yeah. And are you all performers? We're birthing their creativity as we speak. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, nice. One of them is Echo, and they are of uh, Cypriot descent. Okay. And um, th- we're playing with the name um, Tahini Dancer. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Tahini Dancer. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So you're becoming a house. Oh, yes. In that, your house. Yes. The house of Z in the house of Z. That's what uh, we are. Excellent. Yeah. The house Amazing. of Z if you're from Australia. Oh, the house. house of Z here so as well. So actually that... Yeah, oh, is that that's perfect. Oh no, I just meant in the UK. So, Zed, not Z, yeah. <laughs> You're from Australia. That that feeds in perfectly. Yes. So yeah, a little segue. <laughs> you actually you actually set that up beautifully. Um, what is so? What are the uh, what's the sort of origins of of Gingilla? Where where? How was she birthed? 
Oh, the year was 1986. <laughs> a, young, <laughs> a young boy, ginger, flamed-haired boy, came shooting out of her mother's vagina. Um, no, um, Gingerzilla came from um, the year was 2016. Um, I had been here for a year. I met up with my f- dear, gorgeous friend, who's my bestest and my closest friend, um, and they took me to the glory. Lip Sync 1000 was happening. Oh. And they were like, oh, we should do this. This looks like so much fun. We sat down at a coffee and we kind of like really broke apart what it would mean to be a drag queen like to us and as performers yeah. and people who just moved to London. Because at that time, the way we kind of thought of drag was not in a very positive light, especially coming from Australia. Australia, like... The drag scene that I had experienced in Australia was very much just Kylie Minogue impersonators or your big yeah. kind of like, hey, going down kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, and always like the, the performances were in like nightclubs and there was always like hot buffed up guys behind them. Yeah. That was yeah. all we ever experienced with drag. I had been watching RuPaul's Drag Race from like the beginning, but I didn't really, it hadn't really set in at the time. It just, I kind of arrived into the drag scene just as it was just like exploding mm. everyone wanted to be it drag was, it, it was around that like 2015 2016 where yeah. everyone was just like i love just drag this. drag drag sink the pink yeah. and, the, and the glory we're just doing these really cool creative fucking uh, i'm allowed to swear yes no you can swear as much yeah, as you yeah. want okay. Okay. please yeah. do just please not swear. cunt you can, can say cunt you can, you can say, say whatever yeah, you want okay, Fuck, okay, cunt, okay. whatever yeah you can be as foul as you want <laughs> gorge anyway so yes yeah, so we saw like I, I was introduced to this new world of of drag that was a lot more kind of edgy and political and creative and just a bit more fuck you and i was like yeah. wow this is so cool and because i lived in the east at the time i lived in um dalston so yeah. i was very much like eyes open to this new world and i was like whoa drag can be this drag can be hairy people drag can be like yeah. bio queens and transgender people and fucking everyone drag kings it was just like wow <laughs> Um, yeah. I, I started off the glory and doing Lip Sync 1000. And I also did um, Her Upstairs. Oh, cool. And then I had a um, a gig in Dubai. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of <clears throat> flew to Dubai just when I started. I had like literally my final of the glory. And then um, one of my performances at Her Upstairs the week before I went to Dubai. And damn me, that was a smack in the fucking face. Oh, really? Yeah. I got told off from wearing, for wearing shorts. I couldn't be gay. Like, you know, because it's illegal to be gay there. Yeah, Yeah. it was really kind of this weird thing. And in between my shows, I would be practicing makeup. The bug had been bitten. When you were in Dubai, were you as Gingzilla? Oh, no, 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 no. I was performing as like a musical theater performer. Ah. I was doing... um, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. And in and, and Dubai. So, yeah, I was fired from that job. Fuck it. Oh, I was fired. From, you know what? It's good to be that. fired from at least one job in your life. It's Oh, oh no. 2016 yeah. was the year of me being fired. Oh, really? I got fired. <laughs> Three, I got fired three fucking times. Oh, well done. And yes, each time, surprisingly, each time led me to do more drag. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes you've got to um, f- have that thrown at you to push you into the right direction yeah, definitely. Yeah. of where you should be. Is sort of your day job 
musical theatre performing? It was before I was doing drag. Yeah, so before I was. Are doing... you full time ginger now? Yeah, yeah, full time ginger. Been... Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. so cool. I've been full time ginger for four years. Um, as soon as I got fired from the contract in Dubai, <laughs> I was I was full time ginger. It has been hard. It's, it's hard as fuck. I can imagine, yeah. yeah. Prior to me doing drag, I had already played, like, literally the only tall people in musical theatre. Like, there, right. was, there was... Every single casting had, like, has to be six foot five or above. And I was just like, oh, that's me! <laughs> you know? <laughs> so what parts were they? I played Lurch in The Addams Family. <laughs> right, <Amazing>. yeah. And, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I also... Um, and then I also was... Um, in Love Never Dies, which is the Phantom of the Opera sequel. Yeah. And I was in the ensemble for that, but I was understudying Mr. Gangle, who was this... <laughs> Mr. Gangle. tall Mr. He Gangle. sounds sexy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he was so sexy. Actually, do you know what? I was pretty sexy in that role because I had like this broad, okay, okay. red tails and a red hat. I couldn't walk through the Ooh. fucking backstage because I was so fucking tall. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, darling. Darling. So from um, touring and then becoming Ginge full-time, mm. how long was it until you were propelled onto the X Factor kind of our screens? That was two years in. Yeah, that was nice. two years in. Because, like, last year I did America's Got Talent yeah. the year before I did um, X Factor. So, yeah, so it was two years in where I had kind of established what Gingezilla was and who she was and kind of the world in which yeah. she speaks. So were you doing the festival circuit before and then is that how you kind of got scouted from the festival circuit yeah 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 so i was doing like my first year of drag was kind of like doing like members clubs oh, wow they wanted to be edgy so they needed a drag <laughs> yeah queen. and then I, I did like six month stint of like dr- like gay bars and kind of like her upstairs and the glory and doing all the competitions like um Drag Idol and Lip Sync 1000. After that first year of kind of like discovering who I was, I went into festivals. And then from fest- that year on, I just did festivals for the year. Wow. Excellent. From- yeah, that's actually how I first, because yeah. we're all in Brighton. And the first time I ever saw and heard of you was at, was at Brighton Fringe. Oh, yeah. I love Brighton. <laughs> Br- Brighton Fringe is probably the best time in the whole of the year. Yeah, it's oh, incredible. It's my favourite time. And it's I think it's the thing I'm saddest about yeah. not happening during lockdown is the festival has been cancelled because Brighton is literally so alive and yeah, buzzing yeah, and there's performers and artists and everywhere. And I, so I just it love it. It's what everyone thinks Brighton is... Uh, and yeah. it, it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they think it's yeah. like that yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah, year yeah. round. I wish it was because yeah. it's so good. Yeah. It was the first festival I had been that I hadn't been met with adversity or like judgment or... Really? Like, yes, every other festival I had been, like just walking down the street in, in Brighton dressed up, yeah. people yeah. were like, yes, girl! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't out of their like world. Yeah. When I was in Perth, when I was in Adelaide, when in Edinburgh, London, people were all like, they would just look at me with such like... <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, yeah, I'm like the seven foot giant bearded ginger goddess. Woman. Yeah, you don't yeah, blend yeah. in. Strutting down the street. Yeah, Got that attention I had it was so weird. And like I had been verbally abused. Really? Yeah, girl. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like like lots of people would call out to me or or come up to me and try and grab my boobs or you know yeah real kind of shit. Yeah. And the only place that hadn't been that hadn't happened was in Brighton. So Brighton, you're amazing. We are. <laughs> it is a very accepting place. I think it's generally a very safe place as well. Oh, and completely. 
I think it has got that attitude of you could walk down the road in your pajamas or, and no one cares. Like there's just, yeah. it's that in those beautiful Japanese uh, silk pajamas. <laughs> when you, when you, you could pop to spa <laughs> and no one would care. This is actually Japanese too. This it is, is Japanese. Yeah. This is from the yeah. same store. <laughs> See, when you say walk down That's the street in your pajamas, I just picture, picture those women who go to like Asda in their pajamas with like Uggs. Oh no, no. <laughs> like, I, I have a little... Uh, that's not acceptable anywhere. No, no. And they're 90 yeah. with fat teddies on. Oh, I love that. Oh, Liverpool is the best for that. I love Liverpool. Yeah. What do you love about England? Oh, I'm allowed to be who I am. Like, does, does, that's a really shitty way to say something. That's good. No, but, no, like... You be you, babe. I can be me. I can be me. No, like, like in Australia, there's, there's still, like, a very toxic masculine kind of yeah. mentality. And it's way more than it is here. Like, of right. course, the gym culture and the outdoor culture is so massive. People yeah. are, are very much into the big buff macho man kind of style yeah. and that's not who i am i, I like I, I love the queerness i have this beautiful queer family now and i'm surrounded by just gorgeous creative people while in australia i felt like i didn't really have that kind mm. of network is it sydney you're from i'm from sydney yeah i've ne- i've actually never Me been neither. to australia oh, um, you gotta go but I'd re- i really want to go to melbourne yeah. there's like a ball scene there they do, do like Vogue balls. Yes. Honcho Disco oh, is wow. really cool. Yes. Yeah. Honcho that's Disco. He does Honcho Disco, yes, actually. The yeah. guy I know that lives there. Yeah. But it seems it's budding a lot more, you know, in, in Melbourne. and Yeah. A big um, shout out to Betty Grumble, who lives in... Um, if you don't know Betty Grumble, do okay. your research. Right. Like, we'll find out about Betty she, Grumble. We'll should. get her on the yes, podcast. You should. Yeah. She is the most eloquent, most gorgeous, most stunning, like, creative creature you've ever seen in your life. Welcome, cool. welcome to the fan group. Like, <laughs> have a good time. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting what you're saying about people's reactions because I was watching your performances you did in America's Got Talent. Mm. When you walk onto the stage and they film people's reactions <laughs> and it is literally like they've seen an alien. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, that's, you know, like when you strip it back, it's a tall man with a beard and a wig. Just it's just straight not. people reacting to queer people. And I then people it. are literally like, oh. It is. It literally. <laughs> and one of the things that struck me about it was those, especially American. <laughs> TV shows, shows are so hyper edited. Yeah. On the flip side of your career, you do live performance, which is totally unedited and, mm-hmm. and raw. Mm-hmm. How did it feel going from something so raw and un- unedited to being so meticulously put together? Ooh, like, girl, <laughs> I was so worried when I first did X Factor. I was like at the pit in my soul. I was just like, fuck, I don't want to come across as a dickhead. I don't want to be the butt of someone's joke. Mm. Because like every other time, a drag queen was always put on there to be like the butt of a joke. And then the producers were just like, no, 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 it's okay. We're like, like, this is not how we're treating you. You're going to be like, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. The way they edited me, I was just like, whoa, this is like better than I could ever imagine. And both you came across charming and hilarious and humble and like brown noser. (laughs) Like I just did. (laughs) Are you beautiful? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could so easily turn someone you know who does do performances like you do on its head yeah. and spin it any way they mm. want but they couldn't with you because yeah. you backed it up with talent Aww, yeah and again you. that no. sounds really brown nosy but it's true no, it's no, true no, like no. I, it, it, yeah it'd be really hard to edit that in a way 
you know, to just be like, you know, the, the comedic sort of... Well, look at the second episode oh, really? <laughs> of um, America's Got Talent. Because we are living in a material world and I am a material... I think you were out of key. You were, you were, it was flat. See, I tried to find that one. And I, 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 all I thought oh, was like... it's not worth watching. Oh. It's literally 30 seconds. It's 30 seconds. They took the bits where I um, were being a dickhead. Oh. I crafted a piece. I sang um, Material Girl and I, yeah. I was just being an idiot and like going... Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> um, because that's my persona, yeah. you know. I, I take things I take things, and, you know, yes, I could sing them beautifully and, and wow. Yeah. I find the yeah. fun is in subverting that and going, yeah. oh, you think you're comfortable, but you're yeah. not. And yeah. Especially with those shows. Like the shows are always like, as soon as someone sings a high note, everyone's like, <gasps> yes. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't like that. I like to go. Hey, wait a second! I'm going to take it this yeah, way. Yeah, I think that's nice. Give them something though. unexpected. Exactly, unexpected. Like I, yeah, I would prefer yeah. to have something unexpected than like ah, here's the. I can Leona imagine when they're creating television, they don't want unexpected. No, expected? Do you see what I mean? Whereas when I'm sat in a show in your fringe show i want to be like whoa at the next corner but i suppose for them they're like this bitch better not like flips out something unexpected <laughs> yeah well because what happened is in in my america's got talent i didn't when i did a rehearsal basically i didn't do the walkout and even though i knew that's what i was doing so right, like, right. i didn't tell them so when i when i did it it was actually for real for them so they didn't know what Excellent. the fuck i was doing and so i yeah. kept on running on and back and on and on and off the stage yeah like this psychopath <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so funny so now, they're like what the hell i'm a big terry cruz fan oh. um oh. i love me some terry oh my so god <laughs> oh my god is he an angel can i tell you a story Yes, please. He has the softest <gasps> hands. <laughs> oh. The softest, biggest, manliest, oh, yeah. like beautiful hands you have ever touched in your oh. life. They're like these just like meat platters of hands. But they're <laughs> like just baby, 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 soft, like so delicate. Like, yeah. And like, I can I imagine Terry Crews is like a buttered seal. A buttered oh my seal. God. <laughs> that li literally just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful human. Like, we oh. talked for so long and because I was so much bigger than him. Like, yeah. Well, and he's like, big. He's, he's tall huge. as well, isn't he? Yeah. He's huge. Yeah. He's six four, but I'm, I'm seven foot in heels. <laughs> wow. I was looking down at him and he was just so... Like we 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 had some great chemistry together. I'm I'm, I'm sad that we didn't get to see more of our kind of connection because um, yeah. we had a great chat. Oh, that makes me so happy. That's good because I'm a Gorgeous big fan. Human. So I'm, I'm even I'm really happy about that. Stunning. I was actually going to ask you, being forced to be, um, well, where we are right now. Everyone's at home. How has it been transitioning into a kind of oh, digital format? It is heartbreaking, mm. <laughs> to, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. heartbreaking because yeah. most of what I do as a live artist, as Ginge, is in your face yeah. interaction. Yeah, back and forth. I'm like, I'm licking people's faces. <laughs> I'm jumping on people. I'm humping people. I'm like climbing yeah. over chairs. I'm I'm a very physical performer. And I, I get a lot of my responses are how I interact with the yeah. audience. So yeah. like most of my shtick is me talking to people, mm. not like yeah. me talking to myself. That's what drives it forward is yeah. the interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinpointing yeah. things in the audience and go, oh, I see this in you. I see that in you. Ha ha, look at 
that person. Like not in a in a mean way, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. like yeah, in yeah. a beautiful, joyous, like human way. And I feel like yeah. on digital, I don't have access to that. And also it's a challenge as well. Like you can't all of a sudden expect an entire industry that is live performance to yeah. re kind of assess. Yeah. I'll kind of I'll quote it this way. I'll quote um Michael Caine. Good old Michael Caine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Michael Caine. Michael Caine Michael Caine said. Um, I don't, I don't, uh, Michael Caine said. Um, Michael That's really Caine, good. Michael uh, Michael Caine. Um, basically he said that like acting for stage is like acting with a scalpel. But acting for film is like acting with a laser. Oh, yeah. Like right. they're, they're, they're two different mediums. Yes, they're the same craft, but they're different mediums. And so yeah. like, for example, like to transform into an, a digital realm, you need to have the mic set yeah. up. You need to have lighting. Yeah. You need to have camera. You need to be able to edit videos. Like yeah. there's so much more involved than people take credit for. And then you need to think about concepts that are going to work on film rather than on stage. Because yeah. when I think of things, I think grand, big, like spaces of people, you know, I, yeah. I don't think like, how do yeah, I fit like into this little itty bitty, yeah, yeah. itty bitty space? I'm six yeah. foot seven. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I, like, I don't fit into a frame. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you put me in a frame, I look like a little ant. Like I don't, yeah. like, unfortunately, like, like, yes, I can be just my face, but like most of the joy comes from me, comes from being big. Yeah, yeah. your whole yeah. body, the whole experience. Everything, yeah. my, my yeah. big giant limbs to my fucking yeah. gigantic legs. Like that's where like the fun comes from. Like what the yeah. fuck is this person gonna do in seven inch yeah. hills with those fucking legs? Like, yeah. like I'm just like, and I'm bounding across the stage kind of shit. Yeah. That's the yeah. fun. What kind of stuff have you been doing then in the last few weeks? So I really have only done two kind of live performances and they kind of ruined my soul. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but what I have done now is kind of sat down and really thought about, I'm about to release um, a piece for the Phoenix Artist Club, cool. which is where I had a residency before this. I'm a part of Tuck Shop's, what's it called? Dragon's yeah. Den. It's a great concept. It's 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 basically like Dragon's Den. You know yeah, Dragon's yeah. Den where they had to... Yeah, it's yeah. basically just Dragon's yeah. Den. Where, <laughs> but for drag queens. Drag yeah. queens den. I'm one of the judges. I'm one of the I'm one of the panel and I get to choose which drag performers I invest in. It's like a, a mini mentorship. Okay. There's this hot as fuck drag king uh -huh. in the Midwest. And I I have to oh, for, <laughs> Like I had to touch myself. <laughs> like they shot their video and they have like the they have like the backdrop is like this freaking broke bat mountain. They've got like country clothes on with a freaking hat and they got this sweet, beautiful voice and they can sing and I'm just like, oh, take me now. <laughs> so hard, so hard. All right, darling. What's forthcoming for Gingilla? Yes, yes. So right before Miss Corona visited us, yeah. I was going into development for my brand new show, Ginge and the Zillas. Cool. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm so excited for it. Basically, it is 
my kind of exploration of misogyny within drag. Ooh, cool. Yes, cool. and the ownership of the female form and kind of my experiences of being subjected to just a glimpse of what the female experience is yeah. from putting on drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I've ever, ever will or ever like have experienced what a, a no. female have ever experienced, but putting on drag, I've seen like, the, like the littlest, tiniest, yeah. a glimpse. You've looked through sh- the keyhole yes. of the house of womanhood. I think I'm like this and I'm just like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. What the they fuck They have to deal with here? this. <laughs> Just to put it this way, the privilege of being able to put on breasts and then take them off Mm. and live a privileged male life. Like these things haven't been discussed that I have seen. I don't see it. I I, I think they need to be addressed. It always seems very skirted around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, yes to women, yes to women. Are we really praising women when we're not allowing cisgendered women to be on Drag Mm -hmm. Race? Like I've heard horror stories of cis women doing drag in gay spaces and being told, you're not a drag queen. Like, what is this? You're not like, they're allowing them the space. How can we not now? Because it's theirs, their existence, you know? We're just being a mirror for them. Yeah, that's it. How can you parody a female and then say, but you can't have it. And then exclude them from it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Especially when, when drag in the 1960s and the in the the 50s it was all about pageantry yeah. and the parody of like these over the top kind of feather lathened mm. like goddesses but now we're moving into a very fine line of female impersonation where is this going who are we, who are we allowing to play mm. in our in the field of yeah. drag and it needs to be cracked right open yeah. i think one of the things we've spoken about on the podcast before is back in the sort of 80s and 90s drag was owned by the fashion kids and the club kids but yeah. now it's owned by the makeup girls yeah. and the girls uh-huh. that can that can paint and and do incredible faces yes. that feeds into that thing of hyper femininity hyper realistic it's like who can make themselves look the most mm-hmm. female or you know i'm yes. saying that with inverted air commas yes. but and the thing what that does it limits creativity mm-hmm. And I think that's the dangerous world we're going with, especially with RuPaul Drags Race. Mm-hmm. If we do just follow the Instagram queens of just being like the likeness being what we hail as the the pinnacle of drag, yeah. then we lose the creativity. Like, yeah. are you watching this season am, now? Yeah. Like Crystal... Yeah. Crystal's makeup is yeah, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. But she was getting read by Michelle saying that it was like they can't see her. I'm like, I can see her perfectly fine. And yeah. she's got one of the best makeup skills as anyone here. I think it's the same. You can't look at one format which represents, mm-hmm. you know, a slither of the drag scene mm, and help held everyone to it. I think let mm. Drag Race be what it wants to be. If RuPaul wants to be a bit of a dickhead and not allow certain people on ever, whatever, let's create more. Mm. Let's create more. Yes, that's, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. All right, I wanted to quickly just ask about films. Okay. Oh, yes. Are there any films that you haven't seen that you probably should have? My one is Tu Wong Fu. Oh my god, you haven't... I just oh, watched Tu Wong Fu last week. <laughs> so yeah, it's so that's good. I think I'm going to have to watch and discuss. Yeah. Patrick Swayze living their best life. <laughs> Wesley Come Snipes on. in drag. <laughs> oh my god, Leslie Snipes in drag. The only yes, person yes, I want... I want to yes. see Terry Crews in drag. That's oh who I want to see. Oh my god, Terry Crews. Oof. He will have the biggest, like, most 
buxom oh. breasts. Yeah. Oh Beautiful. yes. Oh, I just want. I just want like spaghetti strap. That's yeah. All yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show off those shoulders. Spaghetti strap. <laughs> so are yeah. we gonna? Um, we're gonna do the synopsis. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Are uh, uh, the synopsis of so, what? If there's a film oh. you've heard of oh. but you've never never seen, oh. make up a synopsis of it. Oh shit! <laughs> it's it's, oh, it's improv. It's improv, darling. Have you seen Alien? I have seen Alien. Have you seen Alien okay. Covenant? Um, uh, that's with species and the alien. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. It, is that? I think is that the species and the alien, and they go visit the the, the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll just say yeah. I don't know, but it's sounding <laughs> I'll, good. I'll, I'll make up this yeah. one. I think I've seen it. But. See, I I thought I thought Alien Covenant was maybe just something to do with aliens and nuns, but. Is that Covenant? Is that the- that would be Alien Convent? Oh, shut you stupid up. bitch! Oh, 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 oh! I've seen that too. <laughs> Thank think, you, Jim. I think I've seen that too. That's a yeah. different one. That's when they the humans discovered that the aliens were the first humans in <laughs> Alien Convent. Alien Convent. That one. It's, it's like Sister Act, but with aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I think Whoopi Goldberg's in it. As well. Do you know the, the 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 sister that can't sing, or she just she's really quiet? Oh, the, the, the yeah. Mousy just replace that character with an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. Just screeching. Sing so, <laughs> And then when she the two mouths come the out. Alien comes out, just comes out. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> We've written a new film, which is the, even better. Yeah. It's called Can Alien Convent. Oh, it needs us. to happen. That's so funny. So, should we give this Cards Against Humanity thing a go? Yeah, yeah fuck it. Let's should we try it? I picked. Um, I picked a card. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's blank. I just went to maybe it's come in the eye. (laughs) 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 Ah, She's got a squint. We don't know why. (laughs) Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's come in the eye. Uh, Absolutely perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Kobe, please, can you get the sound bite of that? (laughs) Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's come in the eye. (laughs) I think that worked perfectly. Dan, what about you? Um, maybe she's born with it. Maybe just she just walks funny. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much? <laughs> I looked at Kobe because I, I thought you just looked over. <laughs> In the words of Juno, am I going to be cancelled? <laughs> I'm going to get cancelled. Oh, I love Juno so hard. Oh, she's oh, such a she's babe. Amazing. She's a goddess. goddess Honestly, goddess. absolute just yeah. babe. I'll, I'll pick a card from mine. Um, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's menstrual yeah. rage. Oh. oh, oh! In which case, she was born yeah. with it. <laughs> she was born with it, and I would be angry too. Right, so I'm I'm being given the signal to wrap it up, wrap, wrap it, it up, wrap it up. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's been absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was so thank that was you. so smooth. <laughs> So, um, uh, thank you. Just smooth operator. Smooth operator. Yes, get it. So, yeah, I mean, thank you so much. It's It's been been wonderful. Great talking to you. Um, Thank you for having me. We should have all been in bed. That would have been really... You should, next time you should do it in bed. Yeah. 
um so so thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure Aww. if you could just tell everyone where they can find you uh, on the internet uh, i was about to give my address out <laughs> oh. but, yeah <laughs> i live in um london no yeah um, I, but this is because what happens was when i do it when i do a live show i always give out my real address what? and i always give out my real i do I, ever since i started i've given out my real phone number and my real address every single show in front of thousands and thousands no. of people and no one ever Aww. rings me or no one ever gives sends you anything because they think it's a joke but Aww. if i actually give you my real address on this it's on it's on record so yeah, I don't. yeah don't. My address. please don't but how you can find me how you can find me you can go on um instagram on yeah. instagram it's gingzilla g-i-n-g-z-i-l-l-a or you can find me on twitter or facebook or my website or if you're in hanson heath come <laughs> find me um i might be in some bushes uh, yeah um, that's that's it. That's where I am. So I guess lastly, I want to thank our producer Kobe, thank uh, you Kobe, and, uh, Psycho Fag, uh, Mr. Psycho Fag, for doing our fabulous yep. intro. Oh, yeah. Psycho Fag, Psycho Fag. Do, uh, do you know Psycho Fag? No, I oh, don't know Psycho Fag. Get into Psycho Fag. Oh, send me a set. I'll send you. Get into Betty Grumble. Yes. I'll get yes, into Psycho Fag. Okay, cool. All right. Well, um, I suppose there's nothing left to say apart from um. All right, darling. All right, darling. All right, darling. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I mean, three, two, all right, one. Darling. All right, darling. All right, darling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>